The Nashville Predators lost this weekend to Central Division rival Arizona Coyotes. The Florida Panthers are on a four-game losing streak. Tonight, the Panthers and Predators meet at Bridgestone Arena. Which team can get this much-needed win? We're going to talk about that on a special crossover episode today of the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to this crossover episode of the Locked On Predators and Locked On Panthers podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of course, we want to start out this episode by thanking all of our everydayers who tune in every day to listen to our podcast. We appreciate your time. We love talking hockey with you all. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at the Hockey News, and I am usually joined by my co-host, Host Nick Morgan, but today on a special crossover edition, I am joined by the host of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Armando Velez. Armando, how are you? I'm doing well, Anne. Thank you for having me on for this crossover edition. And it's a it's not only a crossover as far as Locked On, but the hockey news as well. So it's uh, double the crossover here. That's right. We're just coming at you from all angles when it comes to hockey on this episode. Big game tonight uh, hosting here in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. The Nashville Predators are hosting the Florida Panthers in a game that feels a little must win for the Nashville Predators in January. We're going to talk about this game from the Nashville perspective coming up in a little bit. But first, I am going to grill Armando because I want to get some answers to some things that have been happening with the Florida Panthers this season so far. Of course, very good season going on in Florida right now, second in the Atlantic division behind Boston. But I want to go all the way back, Armando, and talk to me about preseason with the Florida Panthers. Where were expectations, you know, in training camp? What, what, what does this team expect to get out of this 2023-24 season? The expectations were such a mixed bag between the people down here and also the national media because there was that talk about, oh, they made the run to the Stanley Cup final, but they're dealing with injuries going into the first 16 games of the season. At the time, we didn't know it was 16 games with the injuries of Montour and Aaron Ekblad, especially during the uh, during the exit meetings, speaking about how they're going to miss the start of the season. Goaltending is so up and down with, with year to year. Didn't know what kind of Sergei Bobrovsky you were going to get as well. And also with the depth pieces, Oliver Ekman Larson, one of them, Nico Mikola, and even Mike Riley, who's no longer with the Florida Panthers, was claimed off of waivers by the New York Islanders. There's so many mixed things about it. And also to add on to the injury of Matthew Kachuk breaking his sternum in the Stanley Cup final, that's another thing. And the one thing I said before the season started is when the Panthers made the Stanley Cup final in 1996, the very next season in 1997, they got off to a great start as well. They carried that momentum into that. And I mean, this is a locked on Panthers, locked on Predators. So um, crossover. So the Nashville Predators are also familiar with this too, making the Stanley Cup final in 2017 and then winning the President's Trophy the very next season as well for them. So it's crazy what a run can do. And I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better situation for the Panthers as well. Although they have lost four straight at the at currently, 
with them yeah. and dealing with uh, suspension from William Lockwood, who's suspended for three games as well as well for his hit on Mark Andre Fleury. Thought it should have been a lot less. I didn't. I'm not in the crowd that think thought that Mark Andre Fleury flopped there. I did. I but it, but according to the NHL player safety, uh, it, it they were deemed it was deemed as a reckless hit for William Lockwood. They're going to be without Alexander Barkov again uh, tonight against yeah. the National Predators as they uh, as they do this one day trip and back for the Panthers. And Mackie Semeskevich has been called up from AHL Charlotte and will be joining the Florida Panthers uh, in 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 this matchup against Nashville. And the thing is. The Panthers, throughout all of this, have gone all their mo- all their Western Conference games out of the way throughout the season, I- including tonight. Excuse me, after tonight, the Panthers will only play one more game in the Central Time Zone this season, and that won't be until March against the Dallas Stars. So they got all that out of the way. Their road record is points percentage wise is better than their home record, only because they played one more game uh, at home. So it's basically identical they're going to finish the next four games three three games out of the next four on the road as well so it's a place where the panthers have gone have uh, gotten a little comfortable in playing and that's really been the key to how, how the panthers have gotten here especially nine game nine game winning streak all in that all that sam reinhardt is on pace for 60 goal season you couldn't ask for anything anything better from a guy in a contract year as well and gus forsling i mean he he has stepped up Big time in Aaron Ekblad's absence, and even with Aaron Ekblad there, they've just been clicking as that top pair. So you mentioned Sam Reinhardt. This is somebody I really kind of want to to talk some more about. Twenty eight year years old. You mentioned he's in a contract year, currently tied right now with his high, his career high in goals, just yeah. about forty five games in, um, making his first appearance in the All Star game, made his five hundredth NHL career point. You know, he's got this goal streak going for the Florida Panthers. What is going so well for him this season? Is it the contract year thing or what else is it that's happening with Sam Reinhardt that has just resulted in so much production? It's just uh, confidence and just be and just the ability to click with uh, players that I mean, for Matthew Kachuk, it's his second year with him in the lineup on the power play as well. And even before Matthew Kachuk came into the mix, he he got 16 power play goals in last season and and the season before, so 32 in a two year span combined. So he's getting familiar out in that bumper position with uh, Matthew Kachuk feeding him the puck, and even uh, at five on five with Alexander Barkov, he's just more comfortable because that's a, a, a line that really didn't work a lot last season as well uh, for for Sam Reinhardt. He was mostly on that third line with Anton Lindell. And even in the in the few games that Anton Lindell and Sam Reinhardt have been back together with in, in this recent stretch, which Sam Reinhardt's goal streak actually came to an end, uh, it was a, it was an NHL record in goal special team, eight straight games with a special teams goal, an NHL record, and then a goal streak, which is a Florida Panthers record, passing Pavel Bure as well. But the ability to make other guys better too, that's another uh, key that has been for Sam Reinhardt's game. Uh, this season for him and just uh, just the contract year. Yes, we can't deny that ha- that has a lot to do with it. But also it's been about just the ability to know that you are in the second year of Paul Maurice's system too, in, in the comfort level. And all, honestly, he's doing it on both ends of the ice. He's He plays in all different situations too. He's with Alexander Barkov on the penalty kill too. And and they lo- they just get a whole bunch of minutes and he's just very reliable there when it comes to uh, different of those. And I mean, he leads the team in shorthanded goals. 
and game-winning goals too. So he's he's basically the team MVP for the Panthers at this point. And yeah. the, the Florida, the state of Florida has their advantages when it comes to taxes after uh, when it comes yes. to net income as, as, as well for what you can take a lot less as far as your AAV and, and your cap hit. And, and you will still take home more than someone like a William Nylander out in Toronto as well. So I, I think the Florida Panthers really do have an advantage as far as their opportunity to keep him. And Sam Reinhart was a, and you can't blame him. He was a bit disgruntled in Buffalo. Uh, he was getting 20 um, goal seasons, but it didn't result in winning. He was playing with a superstar like Jack, Jack Eichel as well, but there was just, right. he he's been through, he's been through some pain when it came to, when it's come to, when it's come to uh, his playing career, and I, I, does he go somewhere else, take the money for a a lesser a, a team that won't have the success of the Panthers? Uh, we that has yet to be seen. But I mean, the, the Panthers and a lot of us are very confident that Sam Reinhart is going to eventually stay with the Florida Panthers. He's doing everything he can to get a great contract somewhere. For sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really is having a great year. Want to um, ask you about a player that our teams have had in common, Nick yes. Cousins. We will not get to see him. He is injured, so he's not mm -hmm. going to be playing in the game tomorrow, but he played here in Nashville. Was a good player for the Predators, physical player. Um, now, Kevin Bieksa, at the beginning of the month, kind of called him out for his physical play, for maybe being uh, a little bit of an instigator, maybe some, you know, hits that were not as above yeah. board. I'm curious, what is your take on that as you've watched, you know, as you've watched Nick Cousins play this season? How do you feel about that take about his performance? Well, if anyone is, if, if anyone is going to call it takes a rat to know a rat, right? Kevin Bieksa was known in his playing career as being that guy too. Uh, when he when he played uh, with the Vancouver Canucks um, during their their run to this, uh, multiple Presidents trophies and a run to the Stanley Cup final as well, so he he was a uh, tough nose to play against. So, I mean, yeah. the Panthers when you when you make it so far and you have a certain identity of playing tough in your face and you defend guys after the whistle and all, even though Nick Cousins. I'm going to be honest. He hasn't had the best season with the Florida Panthers as well. Whenever you have, whenever you make that run that, that the Panthers did, they're going to have a target on their back too. And with guys of identities of Matthew Kachuk, even, and even though Radko Gudis is not here anymore, the Panthers established that uh, when, when it comes to like up and down on their lineup and has left something behind as far as someone like Radko Gudis. So the, the tough nose uh, in your face uh, type of hockey that the Panthers have uh, it's, it's, it, 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 I can't blame other teams for wanting to get a piece of the Panthers as well. But Nick Cousins, it's it's been some uh, self-inflicted wounds. I can't I can't deny that. But, you know, and there's a thing. Sometimes you do need to answer the call whenever there's a there's a hit. And and also that that's really my take on the whole Nick Cousins situation. And he was seen yeah. in a yellow non-contact jersey on, uh, on the last few weeks. And. They'll be facing the Arizona Coyotes again on Wednesday, and that's where that hit happened uh, with uh, Jason Zucker and uh, Val Mackey. So don't know if he gets activated there, but we'll see. Yeah. One other person real quick that our teams have had in common, and that is Andrew Brunette. Of course, he was the interim head coach for the Florida Panthers, was a Jack Adams finalist, was named the head coach of the Nashville Predators. This is his first season with the Predators. Just curious, real quick, what, what did you think of him as the interim head coach in Florida? What And what did you think when it was announced that he was going to be taking over the bench in Nashville? I always knew he was going to get a second chance. Always. Yeah. 
Uh, when he was hired as an assistant in New Jersey, that was when Lindy Ruff's seat was starting to get warm uh, there going into the season. But the New Jersey Devils did uh, get get to the second seed uh, in the in the postseason uh, uh, in in last year. So that was that was a that was all eyes were on New Jersey then. And with the inexperience factor there of high scoring offense and then being shut down in, in the postseason, the Bill Zito thought that that change was necessary, not only in coach, but also superstar winger and Jonathan Huberto at the time. And saying when he left, it, we, you always knew that he was going to get another chance. And honestly, the uh, a team that in uh, Nashville that he played for as well and also in uh, in a coach that was he was familiar with in Barry Trotz now working in the front right. office it's a nice little re, uh, reunion there but I actually want to talk to you more about uh Andrew Burnett and how how you've seen how he's uh fit in with the Nashville Predators as, as well uh and we let's actually discuss that more uh in uh segment two uh we're going to discuss that and more here on this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and Locked On Nashville Predators but first and tell us all about eBay Motors. Well, passion, drive, and patience, those are the things that we know bring home a winning trophy in sports, but those are also things that keep your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, they have exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. They have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, and you're going to always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with lo local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Back on this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Nashville Predators podcast. Thank you for making both of our podcasts your first listen of the day here on a Monday edition of the show. So, uh, talking Predators, talking Panthers here uh, uh, in the first of two in this season series. So, uh, and I, I want to talk, uh, continue the Andrew Burnett conversation. We spoke in the last segment about his time in Florida and knowing, always knew that he was going to get another opportunity. That was a big uh, resume builder. But also, with the direction, I, I think this fit for Met Nashville makes so much sense in different ways because Andrew Burnett's history with being a seventh round pick, over a thousand games in 16 seasons, um, there, and the when he was coming out of junior hockey with the Owen Sound attack, over a hundred over a hundred points during 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 his during his last season, but also in the direction of Nashville, who mm -hmm. their history and David Poyle's philosophy of never going full rebuild and just going the retool route and also with trading guys that might not fit and and getting your own guys i mean grinders like ryan o'reilly in, in the mix luke shen from the toronto maple Leafs, both of them as well and also with uh with i know that that statistically the national predators are very top heavy as far as that top line right mm -hmm. there with uh with forsberg 
Ryan O'Reilly and, and Nyquist as well. But how have you seen of him implementing his system? Because when he was in Florida, it was a it was a very north it was a very north south uh yeah run and gun type of team for him. And now that he's gonna get an opportunity to go into like maybe a little bit of a retool. I don't know mm-hmm. if they necessarily sell at the deadline. If I if anything, I think they'll do a soft sell as well. But how have you seen the fit for him in Nashville? You know, it really has been fun to watch, but it was a little bit surprising. Remember, John Hines still had a year left on his contract. I think there were a lot of Predators fans that were maybe kind of soured on that John Hines style of play, which was very similar to Peter Laviolette. So Andrew Burnett really has been a breath of fresh air in the sense that it's that style you're talking about. It's that north-south. It's that run and gun. It's very offensive heavy. It's puck possession heavy style of play. And what we've really found is it's opened up play for some of Nashville's biggest players. You mentioned Philip Forsberg. Philip Forsberg is having a great season right now. He's got 22 goals. He's the points leader for the team. He's on pace to kind of match, perhaps exceed his career high from 2021-22. And so much of that, I think, has been unleashed because of Andrew Burnett's system, this puck possession, north-south, offensive-minded system. So it's been really interesting to see that system work well with a veteran like Forsberg, but also to see some of these younger players that Nashville is hoping to develop in this reset, come in and play a more offensive-minded game. So we have young players like Phil Tomasino. We have a young player named Luke Evangelista, who is a really offensive-minded player. So it's been really interesting, and I think it's been good to see a different style of play. Uh, Barry Trotz talked about, you know, he wants to be successful, but he also wants the product to be entertaining. And whether Nashville wins or loses, these games are entertaining. These are fast-paced hockey games. This is a lot of offense. And that's not something that Nashville has typically been known for. So it's been really great. I think the players love Andrew Burnett. I think they love the locker room that he has created. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you. I think this has been a great fit for Nashville. And it's also crazy as well because of the Florida Panther connections with Andrew Burnett as as well. I mean, he was given an uh, he was given an opportunity in the front office with the Minnesota Wild w- right. under former Panthers assistant GM Chuck Fletcher F- Fletcher, excuse me, uh, also uh, an, an assistant coach uh, position with New, uh, in New Jersey with former Panthers assistant coach Lindy Ruff, who who coached the pan who uh, was under Doug McLean when they made the Stanley Cup final in 1996 as well. So there, other cool. Florida Panthers connections as far as that. But this time around, when it comes to like the retool for Nashville, I think when you got a number one goalie, you have a yeah. number one D man who's won a Vesna and a 40 goal score in the, in the Nashville Predators. I mean, you still, you still have opportunities to see a lot of growth and have those make see those uh, make, make other guys, uh, other guys better as well for, for uh, the Nashville Predators as well. So I think that it's, it's just when you, when you think, when you think about it in, in that way, when, whenever it comes to what Andrew Burnett has at his disposal, it, it's, it's also great to see what you're able to evaluate year after year that can make this build really fun. 
Yeah, and it's been really interesting. Barry Trotz was very upfront as he kind of took over the reins um, and said, look, we're going to build around, you know, quality goaltending, which they have in UC Soros. This has not been Soros's best season statistically, but this is also a goaltender who's playing behind a new system in front of him. So there's been mm -hmm. adjustments for everybody under this system. You know, like you mentioned, Roman Yossi, you know, you've got a quality defenseman. You've got Philip Forsberg, who really we can see can drive some offense. So they've got these core pieces also brought in. You mentioned Ryan O'Reilly and Gus Nyquist and Luke Shen. Let me tell you something, Ryan O'Reilly, you cannot underestimate what his addition to the Nashville Predators has done for a team in a reset. He changes everything. He changes everything. And plays in all situations too. In, he plays all situations. I mean, five on five, he plays on the power play. Uh, he is a fantastic penalty killer. Like there's not an aspect of the ice that he doesn't affect for the Predators. But the same thing is true in the locker room. There is not an aspect of this team that he isn't affecting in the locker room by his work ethic, by his uh, personal responsibility, you know, talked after the Arizona loss. Like, hey, you know what? Here are the things that I need to improve on that I'm going to work on. Like he just is the guy that you kind of want mm -hmm to model you want these young players to model their game after and we're seeing these young players putting in the time like ryan o'reilly does and it's paying off for them so i think there have been a lot of really good decisions i think barry trotz and andrew burnett have been really intentional about what they've put together to kind of help especially these young players as they're developing no doubt and it's a bit from an outside perspective it's uh i'm very excited to see how the nashville predators are going to grow as the season goes on. Another one more Florida Panthers connection before we transition over to segment number three. Uh, original Panther Tom Fitzgerald, uh, whose son Casey Fitzgerald is in the Florida Panther system. I thought it was really cool that what happened in the final round of the Love NHL that. entry draft with the trade to uh, David Poyle, uh, the first captain in uh, Predators history, and, so and, cool. and giving him a draft pick as far as a trade in order to say goodbye properly as far as that. So I thought that was a really cool connection there. So. I think that was one of the coolest moments of the draft. And just in case anybody was wondering, that seventh round pick, Aiden Fink, is tearing it up for the Penn State men's hockey program. So it's it was sweet and it's also paying off. Great. Yeah, so definitely, definitely, uh, definitely something to judge a few years uh, down the line for sure. But yeah. Uh, we're going to transition over to segment number three. We're going to focus more on tonight's game between the Florida Panthers and the Nashville Predators. We're going to discuss that and more here on this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers and Locked On Nashville Predators podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about FanDuel Sportsbook and the NFL postseason round two is just about to end and we are recording this right before the nfc divisional round and afc divisional round but if you want still want to put your bets depending on the results of the sunday's game you can place that all on FanDuel sportsbook to get ready for afc and nfc championship weekend but right now new customers can get up to 150 in bonus bets guaranteed if you place a five dollar bet that's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose the app is so easy to use and there's so many different ways to bet like live same game parlays find bets in the new explore tab find parlays in the parlay hub the best way to find popular parlays and more and if you are someone in south florida 
depending on the results, if the Buffalo Bills do end up winning against the Kansas City Chiefs and they go to Baltimore to play in the AFC Championship game, you might want to put place your bets for the Dolphins division rival for the Baltimore Ravens uh, and, and put your bets for them to come out on top and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So tonight, the Nashville Predators are hosting the Florida Panthers at Bridgestone Arena. Puck drop is scheduled for 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, be sure to tune in to this game. Armando, we're looking at this game tonight. What do you think are going to be keys to this game as far as Florida's success coming into Bridgestone? It's good. It's going to come down to just getting back to what made you successful in in the in prior to their homestand. I mean, when it when it comes to their most recent homestand, I mean, they 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 got they went one two and two in that stretch, five, four out of ten points after coming off a a road sweep out in Vegas, Colorado, Arizona, and St. Louis there. And their penalty kill was just continuing to be outstanding. But in this in this uh, five-game homestand, which numbers were a little skewed as far as that last one against the Minnesota Wild where they went right. one for six. I mean, their complete seven of 19 in the homestand dropped them from six in the NHL in the PK to 11. So just one game sample size, it's crazy what, how how much that can drop you. Right. Uh, in, in, in when you have one bad game, but it's just about limiting the mistakes in the neutral zone as well for the Panthers, because we saw that a lot against the Anaheim Ducks, which allowed them to, to have breakaways. So there's been a lot of weird games for the Panthers uh, lately. I mean, they get a whole bunch of shots against Nico Dawes of the New Jersey Devils a week, um, about a week ago too. And, and just when it came, came to opportunities uh, for, for the, for the Panthers, I mean, it's just about, it's just about learning how to play without Alexander Barkov as well. They did go over four on the power play, even though they had great chances uh, from Sam Bennett the other day. Uh, There's still, there's still, there's still an opportunity for the Panthers to still get through. And Lundell, Lusterainen, and Reinhardt—they're going to be. If you could shut down that top line of the Nashville Predators, uh, I they can find a way to win. But it's not only. I don't think the Panthers are phased by going to the penalty box. I mean, there was a stretch where they went 18 for 18 in the Eastern Canadian trip back in November. Uh, so it's just really about getting back to that for, 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 for the Panthers as, as far as that, just uh, eliminating the the rush chances uh, for the opposition. As far as the Predators, which uh, I'm, I'm seeing six, four and O in their last 10, there's just the first last team in, in the in the western conference yes. uh and i know we spoke about retooling and maybe a soft sell because honestly they're probably the bo- fourth biggest surprise in my opinion this season behind mm-hmm. the flyers jets canucks i would say the predators are maybe the fourth biggest surprise as far as preseason expectations uh for in for me but as far as what the pan um, the predators need to do in order to come out with a win uh what do you think needs to happen for them I think so much about this game is going to come down to the Predators' defense, whether it is UC Saros in net or whether backup Kevin Lankinen gets the start. I don't know that that matters quite as much as how the defense plays in front of them. And, you know, we talk about Sam Reinhardt and we're talking about the, you know, just the, the year that he's having. It's a lot of support in front of Soros. And that has been something that the Predators, when they have breakdowns, has really cost them. So for me, I think this is going to be a really important defensive game for the Nashville Predators. 
The other thing, and you and you hit on this, you know, Nashville is very top heavy when it comes to offensive production with that top line, Forsberg, O'Reilly, and Nyquist. We really need to see some of these depth players getting involved in the scoring because a team like Florida can come in and shut down that top line. You've got to have some scoring production in your bottom six happen. So that is definitely something that the Predators are going to have to have because I do think that Florida can do enough to kind of confound and and tie up O'Reilly mm-hmm. and Nyquist and Forsberg if they're not careful. So for me, I think it's going to be defensive support, responsible defensive support for the goaltender. But we really need to see something from our bottom six. We really need to see some of these players like Tommy Novak or Yuso Parson and love to see Cody Glass, who has had a really tough season, would love to see him get on the board because the Predators are going to need those depth pieces in this game. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, a reminder for Panthers and Predators fans that last season in the season series, Kevin Lankinen started both games and won both games against the Panthers as as well. So it's it's you just never know uh, when when it comes to when it comes to these games and they run into a hot goaltender uh, as well when when it comes to that. But uh, for for this one, but hey, it it should it should be fun. The Panthers are. Not it's it's not necessarily a panic for the Panthers. They still have a big separation, right. especially with the Toronto Maple Leafs the other day coming back from three nothing against um, Vancouver and then eventually still losing in regulation. Detroit's uh, on on the on having a, a better season than a lot of people expected. So they, they don't want to get too much into a bad uh, bad streak that they let allow those guys to to catch up to them. But it's it's really about just. Uh, just extinguishing a small fire. And and I, I said that even before their loss against Minnesota. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get any bigger uh, for, for the Panthers here. Yeah, and I think for the Nashville Predators, they're coming off a loss in Arizona. I don't think they played the way that they wanted to play. But one thing that has been interesting about the Predators this season is that they can go out and lay an absolute egg. I mean, they can have a game that is just so terrible and then come back the next game and have just an incredible response game. They've done that twice late, you know, just been terrible games against Minnesota and Anaheim Ducks and then come out and beat Dallas in their next games. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can they continue to bounce back when they've had performance? that have been subpar or is this going to become a habit that's going to catch up with the national predators they've got to get all the wins they want if they want to stay in the wild card race so tonight i think it's going to be a great game at bridgestone arena no doubt and i'm i'm really uh looking forward to it for for sure and uh there, and hey three of four three of the next four of the panthers on the road it's uh it's got definitely for them they got to finish strong also one more note uh one more andrew burnett uh connection uh the guy that he's uh, the the Patrick Waugh, his mm-hmm. very last goal given up was against Andrew Burnett, and now and, and now Patrick Waugh is now the head coach of the New York Islanders after they fired uh, Lane Lambert, who Panthers prospect Evan Nouse won a Memorial Cup last year uh, um, in uh, for the Quebec Rampart. So that's yeah. one other Andrew Burnett connection as far as that. Uh, as well. But, and I want to thank you so much for uh, doing this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and Locked On Predators uh, on this awesome, on this crossover. So uh, tell my listeners where they can find you online. You can check out the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You can find us on social media at LO underscore Predators. And you can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. Awesome. And for the Predators listeners, you can follow me on X at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And you could catch my written work at 
thehockeynews.com slash Florida. Uh, and uh, thank you so much. Uh, maybe talk to you in between the game and maybe uh, as well uh, when the Predators do uh, visit the, the Panthers later on in the season. So uh, thank you for doing this. Sounds great. Thanks so much.